Listen Notebook podcast is meant for entertainment only. We're not licensed professionals, and this podcast is not intended to give professional help. This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, strong language, and is only intended for an audience who's ready for the shit! Okay there. Story time! Hello, and welcome back to the Notebook podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Nana, and this is episode 16 of the second season. Welcome back. Welcome back! Oh, I was just thinking if it was 16 or 15. It's 16, right? 16. Yes. Sweet okay. 16! Cool, cool. Um, I'm just going to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! You have to you have to notice my talents. <laughs> no. When you talk, it like kind of... Oh my god. I don't know. I think it's my mic. I think it's my headphones. Because oh, no. it sounds fine on the recording. So yeah, we've been having some technical difficulties, and this is our sixth try for this episode. Um, but we're here. We're just gonna power through. We're gonna we're gonna be okay. Yeah, we have to be very grateful because this is the first time we've ever had so many technical difficulties. Yeah. We've been Usually, here for yeah. forty five minutes now, trying to make yeah. this work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've gone through like eight my eight headsets now between yeah. the both of us. I don't know why I have a shit ton of half broken headsets. Maybe maybe it's time to invest in a pair that actually works. You know? Yeah, probably. But it's only anyways, been like a year and a half for since we've started doing this. I think it's time to get real headsets. I mean, that's bad because we went from like trying to make a studio using our Yeti microphones to like padding the whole room, going to our closet, and now we're. You know, you're in your living room, I'm in mine, and yeah. we're using our laptop mics. Yeah, because that's yeah. the only thing that works at the moment. But it's okay. I mean, we're, we're going to make this work somehow. Yeah. It's editing. And, yeah, and I think it actually sounds better now. <laughs> I, let's hope so. <laughs> so. So, other than technical difficulties, what's new in our lives? This is the first chapter. <laughs> well, you had your one month anniversary, right? Yeah, and just to be clear, we're not the type of people to celebrate month anniversaries. Haven't celebrated <laughs> a, a month anniversary since high school, um, but it was special. You know, it's the first month as a married couple, um, so we plan to have this like a night out or a, a date. We haven't had one of those in a while because of quarantine, obviously. Um, and we plan everything, and then I. Forgot all the plans the day off. <laughs> <laughs> so when Lima was like, "Oh, you ready to go?" I'm like, "Hmm, go <laughs> where?" <laughs> but I played it off. I was like, "Oh, remind me again. What route are we taking?" <laughs> we figured it out. So we ended up um, renting um, those bikes. What is it called? Bixies. The tandem bikes, like with the two people. No, on no, one bike? just oh, oh. no, just a seven dollar day pass bike in Toronto. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, we biked from Harborfront to um, the Humber Bay Bridge. Oh, and yeah. back. And let me tell you, I haven't been outside for longer than like maybe an hour in half a year. Have not biked in probably a year and a half, and this twenty-two kilometer bike broke me. Like oh. I am physically broken. Like when I when we came home, I feels like my legs are detached by the knees <laughs> and by the hips. 
and like was literally swinging all my legs forward trying to walk it was horrible and right now because it's like a day after I am still broken sitting on my couch with my blanket because I can't move <laughs> oh my is it that strenuous I, I haven't ridden a bike for like maybe 10 years holy crap 10 no. years oh no 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 five years five years but I don't yeah. remember it being hard. It's not when you're young and uh, oh, full of energy. And true. I am neither of those anymore because I don't <laughs> exercise enough. Um, and it, the cardio part was fine because I've been training cardio at home. It's just the physical part of biking for two and a half hours. And the sun didn't help. It was pretty hot yesterday and the sun was full. It was a beautiful day. But I didn't take into account of the fact that I haven't been outside for a very long time. So I ended up getting a heat stroke and still recovering from that as well. So lesson of the day is don't go outside. It's it's dangerous. dangerous. (laughs) Oh man. Did you feel it like when you were biking that you're tired or was it after you got off and you're like, Oh fuck. Yeah, it was after I got off. So we took tiny breaks. So we stopped to look at the the scenery and because we were just biking along the water. And it was really yeah. beautiful. And uh, it wasn't until we got to the destination with Humber Bay um, Bridge that I realized how tired I was. And then I was mm-hmm. like, wait, we have to go all the way back now. <laughs> <laughs> the bike itself, like the the... It wasn't that long. If we hadn't stopped for like ice cream and iced tea and yeah. you know photo ops and all that, it probably would have taken us maybe just over an hour. But we took two and a half hours to finish it because we stopped um, all the way. And let me tell you, my ass is in so <laughs> much pain. <laughs> for like bikers, I don't know how you do it. I, I really like- don't know it. I think also like those bikes are pretty basic bikes, so they're yeah. not like really good quality yeah. bikes. Cause yeah. yeah, that's it's always harder on a shitty bike, you know. Yeah, and there's only three shifts on that on that bike, so mm. it was so funny when we were going with this big uphill on the way back. Um, Lima was like, "Put it to gear one, so like it's easier." So he put it to gear one, and because it's gear one, so it doesn't really you have to paddle a lot to move. A yeah. Very, yeah, yeah small amount of like distance and we were going uphill so from the back he just looks like he's paddling in the same spot and I was <laughs> laughing my ass off. he's like put it in gear one and it was just like paddle paddle paddle, paddle. Like, no. <laughs> oh it's hilarious yeah so oh, now, that sounds cute yeah now Lima wants to get a bike and I said good luck to him <laughs> Well, Kev just got a bike. You should talk to Kev because Kev's like really into that stuff. Oh, yeah. He got a really nice bike. Yeah, recently. But he's also had three stolen. So he's really mm. scared about this one. There's three locks. It's so intense. But I mean, if Lehman's just like going out for leisurely bike rides, then he should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Where, does, where, do, we, where do you guys keep the bike, though? Um, Outside? It is currently in the house. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not very happy about it, but also I know how sad he gets when his bike gets stolen in our parking garage, so... Wow. I'm managing for now. We're moving in December, and we're going to have a locker, so then he'll put it there, but... Yeah. Yeah, for now, the dirty-ass bike is in our house, so... Aw. Maybe you can get a wall mount and mount, mount it on the wall. Yeah, we were thinking that, but then because we're moving, it doesn't right. really make sense to like right. put that effort in. True. But, yeah. 
it's fine. I kind of want to get into bike riding, but I'm also scared to die in Toronto. <laughs> Because it's so intense. Yeah. Like, cars don't look at you. People aren't watching. It's, yeah. Yeah. And it, the, because it was, like, a, a biking route. Oh, yeah, on the lake. So, yeah. Yeah, it was actually fine. There were a few times where, like, actual bikers passed me. And they made some comments about telling me to move the fuck out of the way. But <gasps> it's okay, you know? It's really? just, like, two out of maybe 100 people <laughs> I passed. It's okay. I'm... It was still 98% happy, happy day and happy people. It's fine. Yeah. I think, <sighs> yeah, once we move, cause we're moving by the lake, I'm going to just take his old bike, Yeah, which is like a shitty hundred dollar bike. And then I'm going to bike on the lake cause they have a really nice bike path. And then yeah. on the weekends, um, they close off Lakeshore so you can just go biking. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. Where did he get a bike for a hundred bucks? Oh, well, long story short, um, a homeless guy stole his nice $800 bike and left a $100 bike in its place. So I guess it was a nice trade-off. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah, I think he rode into our parking garage, had this like $100 bike, saw Kev's bike, cut the chain, stole it, and then put the $100 bike where the chain was. <laughs> As if... Kevin would have noticed the difference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. We went down to he's like, that's not my bike. That's my lock. That's not my bike. And he's like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, no. Well, it was yeah. nice for the guy to at least leave him a bike. He's probably I... thinking, well, this guy might need to go to work. And now he can't go to work. I'll just give him my bike. Cool. <laughs> I got you, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what happened. Oh, but, the shit that happens in Toronto. Yeah. So so we do have that bike, and right now it's just sitting downstairs. I'm a little scared to take. Because like, we have nice bike paths, but it, I don't know. I just feel like it's still really dangerous with the cars, especially for a novice bike rider, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 And also your butt's going to hurt for five days after. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I am so happy that Nine Round opened back up. Do you Is know that? Nine Round? No. So it's like this it's like a 30 minute workout and you do like stations and it's based on boxing exercises. Oh. And so then you just go to each and there's like a trainer at each station. So then they help you with your uh-huh. form and like p- motivate you and stuff. Right. Um, so I was doing that right before COVID hit. I literally bought like two weeks. Oh. And I went to like three sessions and then they're like, okay, so we're shutting down. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so they've opened back up. I don't know how it's going to be, but I'm going on Monday again just to see so hopefully that's so fun yeah and you'll you'll have to make yourself angry before the class right uh no it's during the class I need to be angry for mm. so yeah so it'll be good mm. and then I'll relieve my stress um the speaking about angry um oh boy. <laughs> so this week I decided to go and pamper myself because you know haven't been able to get a manicure haven't been able to like get my hair done or anything like that so I was like Let's go and get a lash lift. Oh, no. Wait. I don't see anything. Uh, yeah, okay. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I go. They do this whole assessment. It's so intense. Like 20 minutes. They're like talking about my lashes, allergies, all this good stuff. So I'm like, okay, these people know what they're doing. They're Japanese. Like they know Asian lashes. Great. So she's like, 
Okay, it's going to cost like $160. But For it's a lash last, lift? Yeah. It's oh. going to last 12 to 16 weeks, so it's going to be great. Um, so looking at your lashes, you have really long lashes, so this is going to look really awesome. It's probably going to touch your eyelids. Is that okay? I said, yeah, like make them as curly as fuck, woman. And so <laughs> we're both on the same page. We're really excited. I lay down. It's like a super comfy couch. And she starts doing this shit. Have you done it before? Yeah, I have. And it's not $160. (laughs) Okay, well, I need to talk to you about where you go. So they put the paste or whatever on the eyes. And I'm like, it kind of hurts. Like, not really, but it's like irritating. Right. Like, she's like poking. So I'm like. Not supposed to hurt, but okay. (laughs) Okay, well, anyways, it's hurting. And I'm like, fuck. And then then it goes away. And she like lets me lay there. And I sleep. And then. I think all in all, it took about 80 minutes. So she wipes it all off and she goes, oh, it's beautiful. And I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to see. Like, show me, show me, right? So she puts the mirror in front of me and like at the very tip of the lashes, Uh. there's like a little flick. (laughs) And I'm like, (gasps) that's it. (laughs) I literally didn't say anything. And she's like, they look good, right? And I'm like, yeah oh no i spent 80 minutes here 150 dollars, and then like with with tip and shit it's like a lot more you tipped Um, her well yeah i tipped her 15 percent, which is i usually tip 18 but like no but you didn't even like the result what the freak woman i know i'm one of those so then she's like can i take a photo of it i'm like take a photo of what my before (laughs) picture like what the fuck so there's like <gasps> nothing happened basically. Um, uh, yeah, I don't see any different. You look the same. What the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty livid. Um, and yeah, so if you have a good place that doesn't cost 160 bucks, a ton. Lash lifts are supposed to be like around a hundred dollars max. Yeah. And they are definitely supposed to look a little bit more dramatic than nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I went home. I was like, okay, maybe if I put mascara on it, it's more noticeable. Nothing. Like, I swear my lashes went down. <laughs> they were more curled before. I don't know. I don't even know how that's possible. I was laying there for like an hour and a half. Oy. Yeah. So not happy that, about that. That sucks. Well, why did you say something? I was running late, um, and I don't do that. True. But I really should. Yeah. You'd just be like, oh, it's beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> I did not say that. I said, oh, it looks okay. <laughs> There's a change. And she's like, yeah, it's great. Can I take a photo? I'm like, are they on instagram or anything maybe like yeah. they even posted your photo i wonder what people say what's their name let's give them a shout out for for their service n15 n15 like hair salon no it's beauty and lash salon n15 beauty ah uh, hmm well so amy's had a bad experience with these people um <sighs> have caution when you go here very upsetting but 
Anyways. Just think about the story before you go to your class, your fitness class on Monday. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That good. Motivation. Yeah, at least I'll have a good workout. Exactly. Get something yeah. out of it. Positivity. Yeah. Positivity. Silver lining. Yes, exactly. Okay, shall we get started with the stories of this week? Yeah, what's the uh, theme? Theme is when you have a bad day, but at least you walk away with a memorabilia. You walk away with something that will forever remind you of this date because why not? We all need a good reminder oh of a horrible date, don't we? <laughs> uh not really but you know it's an interesting story to tell yeah exactly exactly all right cool 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 cool. all right let's get started all righty the first story comes from a user named avika the peach hello avika (laughs) the peach and she says so i'll start it when my best friend wanted a piercing we knew a cool guy who had a tattoo shop so we went to his shop where he had recently acquired a piercer and I decided to get a piercing. So this guy was really tall, bald. He wore a hat, so um, I thought he just shaved his head. And he was a little chubby because he had a bare belly. But he had these amazing eyes. And when he did my piercing, I was visibly afraid. And he was very kind to me. And just very gentle and did a really good job. He completely eased my nerves. Great piercer. Um, basically a five-star Yelp review. Um, <laughs> and I thought he was super cool. He had his own house and his own, own own money, and I'm just a college kid. I loved his voice and it was very calming, and I ended up thinking that he was pretty cute. Mm-hmm. And then I remember telling my friend once we left, and uh, so I followed his Instagram. He followed me back and sent me a message saying, Hey, want to get lunch? And I said, oh. I'd love to. So a few days later, he picked me up from my house. Wow. He just picked up a dude while getting a piercing. That's skills. Yep. And also, you're not really talking during that, so yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, that's skills, man. Okay, anyway, um, now I should add, he's a bit older. I am 22, and he was 31 years old. Not too big of a deal, we're both adults. He still had to work, so we ran over to a place across the street. The food was okay, but the conversation was great. So after lunch, we headed over to the shop, and I just kind of hung out for a few hours. He just kind of chilled around the shop, I guess. Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> first date that's cool so when he goes out for a smoke i would come with him and we go explore in an abandoned building he kisses me and gets a bit handsy i tell him that i'm not ready for that and he seems fine with it later that same day back in the shop i'm hiding in the back room and he proceeds to take his dick out and tell me to do to it what i was doing to my lollipop no i escalated very quickly quick I said no, so he proceeds to jack off on me. What? <laughs> what? And she says, whatever, I'm not touching it, so fine, I guess. Sister, what? not Girl, fine. Not fine. Not no, no, fine. no. Honey. That is have, sexual assault. You have jizz on you now that you did not ask for. That is not fine. <sighs> not fine. Okay? Yuck. Anyways, he drops me off and tells me I'm taking you out later. And no, I say, okay. <gasps> no. What's your name again? the Peach. No. <laughs> no. So he picks me up when he's supposed to and won't tell me where we're going. 
and it's an hour away. Okay, cool. Not cool. Okay, so wait, I'm guessing that the memorabilia here is not the jizz. It's no. something else. Oh Mm-mm. shit. <laughs> there's more. Well, there's that and, you know, there's there could be more than one, you know? So we drive there, a great conversation. It turns out to be Dave and Buster's. Fun. We play games for a bit. Um, and he says, if I win next, you gotta blow me. Oh my god. What? I think it's a joke. Um, so I laugh and say, okay. And uh, we play, and he paid for all of it, very nice of him. Now this Dave & Buster's is attached to a mall. It's late, and the mall is closed. Um, You can still get into the mall, however. So I lose, and he starts to walk out into the mall through these big glass doors. I tell him to hold on, I need to put my empty drink back, and he says, just take it with me. And after some protests, I just hide it and go. Shitty. So basically, she stole like a glass from the bar. Anyway, um, I go out and the place is deserted because the mall is closed. I say that this is a bad idea and we should go back. And then he yells at me, like yelling that I'm being a baby and had to loosen up, um, that I'm too sheltered and I'm scared of everything, etc. I wanted to cry. He sits down in the empty display meant for a picture of Santa and says, okay, I'll take my blowjob now. So I say, no way, and he gets angrier, and I ended up refusing. And then he walked back to DNB with me, and it was about closing, so just my luck, the doors are closed. He starts, no. yep, he starts violently shaking the doors and banging on them like a freaking psycho, and I'm terrified. Are you, are we going to be stuck here all night? Luckily, we found an exit meant for employees, and I ran out. Still holding now my stolen bar glass. Then we're in the car driving back and he starts making jokes and I perk up a little bit. Maybe I can forgive everything that happened earlier. Girl. mm -mm. But then he pulls up to an empty park with a bench. He gets out the car, sits down and tells me that I owe him. I was exhausted and I was just done with this whole shit. So I did it. No! Mm. No! Uh, no, no, not okay, not okay, not okay. Uh, so after that, he tells me that I have to drive back in his car. It had a tire that was near flat. Um, first, he yells at me about my driving and then proceeds to fall asleep. He starts snoring louder than I've ever heard before and making random spastic movements, like punching the air and stuff. I am crying, and thank God he's asleep and wouldn't know. So when we go back to my house, I say goodbye and give him a hug. When I got in, I told my mom, um, I still love my parents. She threatens to tell my dad if I see him again. But we ended up seeing each other for a few more times. No. Yes, I know. I was being stupid. I still sort of liked him. I saw his house eventually. It was a nice place. And met a few of his friends when he pierced them. I got to hang out around the shop, talking to my tattoo artist friend the whole time. He did once buy me a rose on the way home, but he would always do that weird stuff when he slept. He was also a racist, homophobic, and overall just a really mean person. He also took me grocery shopping with him at Walmart, where he opened a bunch of drinks and drank them. What? And put meat and other perishables in the cart and just left it in the store. Still in the cart. Even the drinks he opened as well in the cart. I was mortified and basically was just glad to be out of there um, with him acting like that. He always ended up yelling at me for something, and that was the last time I saw him. 
He made me drive his car again, yelled at me about my driving the whole way. And when I couldn't parallel park, he yelled at me, what are you doing? Just park the damn car. So I took my piercing out and I still have the scar. Ooh. Damn, this is like not okay story. This is fucking, we should have had trigger warning in the beginning. Yeah. Sexual assault. All sorts of assault, mm. physical and emotional, psychological and sexual. This is 100% a hundred percent of survivor story. I'm glad that she finally got out of this, but she will have that scar to remind her of this sorry excuse of a person that she had to deal with for a while. It shows like how trapped you get into these relationships, even after she was crying after that first date. Mm-hmm. She felt like she had to go on another date and keep yeah. seeing him. It's kind of, it's very sad. Like even in the car on the way back, as soon as he told her a few jokes, she was already perking up. Yeah. It goes to show that A, like maybe she really liked him and B, maybe he's just so manipulative that he was able to get away with it. For sure. And sadly, this is something that a lot of people have endured, not just women men and women have endured and uh, it's it's hard man it's hard like we see this as a whole picture that a story that she's telling now obviously she's she's understanding her then um situation and she's able to tell the story from a third person's perspective but when you're in the moment it's really fucking hard man for sure like you don't even see that's why it's so hard to talk to people who are in these abusive relationships because they always, I think they try to protect themselves. So they try to mm-hmm. say all the positives and then just like brush the negatives aside. But now, because she's over it, she can actually talk about those negative experiences. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It, it's it's sad because like as a friend, I'm sure she told her friends, like, how do you help her? Yeah, I think we've all been in those situations where, our friend is in a similar abusive relationship and we're trying to wake them up, just let them see the situation that they're in. But we've also been in those relationships. So we know that there's no way we can see what our friends see. And like, I remember when I was in an abusive relationship, whenever people told me how horrible of a relationship I was in, I get upset. Yeah. Friend. Yeah. Like how dare you question my relationship? Mm -hmm. But then I was obviously miserable, so I'm like super confused. It's it, it's hard to explain. Yeah. How do you help your friend? I remember when you were in that relationship, and I like part of me was like, oh, I should scold her. <laughs> well, not scold her, but like you know, tell her to wake up when she's telling yeah. me these things. Because when you told me the crap. You would yeah. always say, oh, but then, like, you know, we did this, which was, like, yeah. some sort of positive. It wasn't really a positive. Like, he bought you dinner or something. And I'm like, Yeah, it's, like, the same thing as the story. Right. Like, he would buy her a rose on the way home, right. and then she would be okay. Yeah, yeah. It was just a small thing. And then, but, like, all I could do was really just, like, listen and just, like, hope that nothing bad would happen to you. But that, I, I don't get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> but at least you knew that you could come to me, and I wouldn't scold you or, like, Cause that's the only way you could really do it is just yeah, exactly. be there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's also as a friend, you're, you're afraid that if you did what, if you were too harsh or too 
um, realistic with that person, then they won't come to you anymore. That's it. You wouldn't know. Exactly. That's it. That's what happens, right? Like you, if you tell them too much or try to talk them out of it, like they, you can't convince them. That's the thing you have to remember. They have to realize themselves. And Mm -hmm. so if you try to like voice reason to them too much, then they're just going to, you're pushing them away. And so they're not going to come to you when there's really like a real problem. So yeah, yeah, it's tough. Thanks for sticking around, man. Yeah, of course. Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Oi, vey. So this girl ended up with a piercing that she no longer wants. Um, And I guess some just stained shirt that she still has. I I hope she doesn't still have it. That's so gross. Have you ever had um, like an experience where you had a date? Oh, wait, maybe we should leave this to the end, actually. Or do yeah, okay. you? Yeah, okay. Oh, I can talk about no, it because okay. it's kind of re- kind of relates to this. Okay. I also had have a scar. Yeah. The date. Um, it was very. It's my own fault. It was stupid. So we went. <laughs> I think it was like one of the first days that we had, and we went shopping, and I was in H and M trying to grab a hat that was on a high shelf, so I couldn't reach it, and he was the same height as me, so I didn't want to judge him, <laughs> and. <laughs> I thought I was being considerate. So I climbed the freaking shelf at H&M and trying to grab something on top and my foot slipped and and I fell and landed on like those shelves with a a point on top. So then the hangers wouldn't fall off. Yeah. Yeah. Like a hanger stopper. So I fell on top of that and it jabbed into my rib and I started bleeding. So I told him we have to get out of here. I have to go home. (laughs) (laughs) So I ran out the store holding my rib, my left rib cage, and there was blood stained through my shirts. And I'm like, I have to to go, okay? Just let me go. Oh, my God. I still have a scar there. It's actually a pretty big scar. And I end up getting a tattoo um, to cover on top of it. It was like, man, this is like over 10 years ago. I was in high school, I think. Wow. It was very embarrassing. Well, at least you did it to yourself, so. Yeah, at least I did it to myself, and I have nobody to blame. I was just trying to be considerate, to not embarrass him. Do you, when you, whenever you looked at that scar, did it remind you of him? Not really, because okay. it just reminds me of H&M, and I don't go to H&M anymore. Next story. So, this is posted by someone named Not My Dog Paul. Not Paul. <laughs> so um, he goes, so I'm a cisgender male. I matched with this one girl on Tinder and we decided to meet up at the local park. Since it's public, um, we had a chance to just walk around and have a nice chat. The weather was really nice, um, but suddenly the weather got pretty cold and windy. <laughs> okay, so the weather was not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> She suggested that we went to my car for warmth and we continued to talk and exchange some YouTube videos. That's what we did until she got a little bit frisky. So I was okay with it. We just started by making out. So that was fine. She grabbed my chest. Unexpected, but okay. Then she dropped the bomb on me. You're such a pretty girl. What? (laughs) So that was a bit much. I didn't really like the direction that she was going at. 
And I pulled back and I said, um, what? And she was immediately really apologetic and started crying. She calmed down enough to tell me that she's been trying to suppress the fact that she's a lesbian, even though she's always known. Um, it's because her mom is extremely religious. And I, I, I didn't really quite know how to react to this, but okay. It was kind of awkward, but I am really glad that she's living her true self now. Oh, that's like really rough. But that's nice of him. Yeah. Um, so then things kind of got off the rails. She decided then and there that she was going to call her mom and come out to her. Wait, is this the first date? Yep, still in his car. Oh, shit. Okay. So I asked her if she thought this was a good idea, and she said, I don't care. She called her mom, still in my car, and came out to her. They were screaming and crying on the other end of the line. I couldn't really quite make out what was being said, but at one point, she just started weeping and said, Mom, please. So, long story short, uh, she was kicked out of the house in my car on my first date. She was having a full-blown panic attack, which I can't really judge her for. I mean, who wouldn't? Okay, that's completely reasonable, but also, like, this is the first date that's, like, a very intense first date. Yeah. Um, But when she calmed down a bit, I asked if there was somewhere that she could stay. She said she could stay with her dad, and I said, okay, no problem. I'll drop you off. Where does he live? But she said, it's 60 miles away. Anyways, um, I'm nothing if not a man of my word, so I drove her there. She spent the whole car ride on the phone with her dad in tears. I didn't really hear much, but from what I could tell, judging by what she was saying, he sounded like a really nice, supportive dad. That's really good. Yeah. When we got there, her dad thanked me for giving her a ride. And to his credit, he fed me dinner and gave me 50 bucks in gas money. <laughs> so that was really nice of him. I just went home and went to sleep. I texted her a week later to make sure she was doing okay and checked in on her. But that was the end of our correspond- correspondence. Correspondence. <laughs> uh, okay. This was wild. Um, I mean, I think... It was great that she actually got the courage to uh, like come out to her mom, but yeah. I think it was a lot to unload on a guy that you just met. Um, yeah, please in time, please in time. Yeah, um, but I don't know. Like, you know, sometimes when you, you just like have that moment, and, like you've suppressed something for so long, and you, you just have to do it. So I'm just, you know, like. I'm grateful that this guy was so understanding and mm-hmm. nice because this could have gone really horribly. Um, yeah. so. If this guy was anything less but understanding or considerate, yeah. Yeah. he could have he could have just left her on the side of the road yeah. and she would have had nowhere to go. Exactly, yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad it all worked out. Yeah. Hopefully she's doing well now and she, her mom come around one day. Yeah. One day. But it's just good guy. Yeah, good guy. <laughs> good guy. Definitely good guy. Not yeah. my dog Paul. Good guy. <laughs> yeah. Ho- hopefully your dog is doing fine. Yeah. And uh, send us a picture of your dog, please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next story is a, a short and sweet one. So uh, to to lighten the mood a little bit. So this one is uh, from a strawberry, but spelled S T R A U B R E E. Aren't you unique? Okay. So. <laughs> He says, it's not my story, but it's my mother's. Oh, My mom had been dating this guy. He had three kids and he seemed pretty chill. 
One night, he asked my mom if he could go on a date and uh, that he was going to bring his friend. He said it was 100% fine if my little sister and I came as well. We were waiting for them to show up, and I was just looking on my phone, and my sister was messing around. Eventually, he arrived, and he was wearing a bright red heels and a flower dress. So my mother wasn't exactly the happiest um, as he did not tell her that he was going to show up in a dress and a pair of red heels. (laughs) Dinner was a little bit awkward and my mother was very unhappy that night. (laughs) So when we got home, I asked why she was so upset. What? (laughs) And it was mainly because she was not informed that he was showing up in a dress. To be fair... No one on my mother's side of the family are against cross-dressers. She was just shocked and upset. And I was just sitting there watching the whole thing go down. We laughed about the situation now, though, so I'll end it well. My mother doesn't talk with a guy anymore. Um. <laughs> so, I think that you should always like let your date know that you have preferences yeah like yeah i don't think this should be like a surprise type of thing you know (laughs) yeah no it should not like the way that she reacted he definitely didn't tell her that he was into cross-dressing and like the story strawberry said his mom is not even against it like if he had just let her know that this was going down tonight maybe she would have been completely fine with it yeah and like I, I don't know. I, I feel like this is something that it's a two way street, right? Like mm. it's there's two people in a relationship. And so this is something that your partner has to be OK with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't clarify that with her. So that's really unfair on his part. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, I understand that he ha- like this is what he wants to do. He wants to dress up sometimes, which is completely fine. But mm-hmm. like. I, I still think a relationship is two-way and communication is so important. So like, you should not be surprising someone if you like want to wear a dress and heels. So exactly. Yeah. I just feel bad for this guy because I don't know how young he was when this happened, but um, obviously not an adult. Yet. Well, he had three kids. No, I'm talking about oh, the storyteller. Oh, the storyteller. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that, Red heels and a floral dress is ruined for him forever. Um, so. <laughs> but like he also like he also showed how you know kids are totally okay with things. It's really yeah. adults that are more judgmental. Like when you know when he said his mom was really unhappy, and then the him and his sister were like, "Why are you so Just upset?" Because like yeah. they had no clue why she was upset, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, like, I, I still think that communication is so key. And, yep. I like, another thing, though, is it's kind of sad. But, like, he might have been rejected. Like, he might have talked to people about it a lot before. And he was rejected right. so many times that he just felt like, I just want to do this because this is mm-hmm. who I want to be. Um, and, yeah, like, I, I, I think I've met a lot of people that do stuff like that. Um, just just show everything at once yeah and see how they take it yeah yeah maybe yeah information is key knowledge is power yeah okay just (laughs) let your partner know you never know like the way that yeah she could have been completely fine with it 
you know? But communication is key. Oh, wait, what was the memorabilia on that one? Uh, scarred memory oh. of the fields <laughs> and the floral dress. <laughs> okay. okay, this is the fourth story, and this is by someone named Sarnar. Um, sure. So they said, back around 2013 to 2014, I attended a lot of conventions and knew this really one, this one really awesome girl. She was a fellow gamer, loved cosplaying and all that. She was also a part of a smaller convention community and an organizer for another event. She ended up adding me on a couple of social media sites and we talked for a while after the most recent event. Uh, I think it was Anime Boston at the time. After a few weeks, she invited me over to her place to hang out and get lunch. So cool. This sounds like an awesome time and we have some fun stuff and hobbies in common. So I showed up gave her a call from my car and said that I was there. She tells me to come on in and she's just with her mother at the moment getting something ready. So I pull the keys out of ignition and head up to the door. I see her and someone who I assume is her mother next to a couch with a couple of folding chairs and one of those old six foot long folding plastic tables. So this is kind of odd. Her mother notices me and gestures me inside. I was told to just go ahead and grab a seat on the couch and she asked me if I'd like a drink. So I said, yeah, sure, water would be great. Her mother grabs water, comes back, hands it to me, and then starts talking about her daughter and how she's working with her now and how it's such a great thing. So I smile, I nod, act interested, figuring out that this is going to be the usual parental introduction that most people do when they first meet you, Uh, except not on the first date usually. Uh, Anyways, then... Five minutes into this conversation, she pulls an Amway brochure from the table and tells her daughter to try practicing her sales pitch on me. What the hell? (laughs) So now I'm a captive audience trying to figure out how I've fallen for some kind of new mother-daughter Amway scam. The daughter (laughs) doesn't seem overly enthusiastic about it, and I'm kind of hoping this is only going to be a small hiccup. Wrong. Here I am about an hour later. Oh my gosh. And now she's swinging the sales pitch, trying to ask me if I know anybody that would be interested in Amway, selling, purchasing, marketing, etc. I start trying to disengage from all this. And now the mother is getting involved, telling me about the tears and how her daughter's sales figures could really improve her cosplay funding and all that. Great. Guilt tripping me now. About an hour, another hour later, my phone rings. My younger sibling has a flat tire or something trivial and wants some help, not realizing I'm not at my house at that moment. I quickly apologize, say something's come up, and I need to get going. I book it out of there, drive 45 minutes back to see my sibling, change the tire or whatever um, uh, whatever they needed, and then buy them lunch for getting me the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I never talked to the girl again after that, either aside from a Facebook message here or there asking how I was doing, but never mentioning the Amway trap again. Holy shit. Damn. Oh. The fuck? I feel like I feel bad for the girl because the mom clearly set this up for her. Yeah. Like, she walked in and she greeted him, not his date, and told her daughter to practice her sales pitch on her date. That's messed up. Do you think that her mom went as far as getting her daughter to set up the date, like setting multiple dates up to do this? So like there was 
another one lined up after him. Yeah, like this was all part of like the plan to sell Amway was using the daughter to set up dates. Because like it doesn't like this seems super planned, right? Yeah, the way like they, they had the folded table laid out with all the brochures <laughs> and everything, like it was a fucking con- convention. Damn. Damn. Wait, hold on. So but he said that he met this person at, at a, convention. a convention. Yeah, she brought... Well, that's the thing. Like, with these, like, schemes and shit, you have to bring someone that you know. So it can't be, like, a random. Mm-hmm. So, which which is kind of messed up because, like, she's built trust with this guy. And then the mom's like, you'll bring him in. Let's sell him Amway. So messed up. I just want to quickly Google what Amway is because, like, if it's makeup and shit, I would die. I don't know if it's makeup. So, do you have uh, some similar experience of your own where, like, you walked away from a date with a memorabilia that you probably didn't want? Oh. Um, oh, yes. (laughs) Um, okay. So I was dating this one guy and this is like back in university. Um, this was like, I think our second date. Yeah, it was our second date. Um, we went out to a bar and it was fun. And I think we were just like, way more sexually attracted to each other so like conversation was just okay so we I took him home um and he how do I say this um he he had a dick the size of my forearm okay Amy is like 5'8 or 5'9 how tall are you 5'8 relax she's 5'8 and she has very long limbs I'm gangly arms so and so her forearm is probably the size of my entire arm and I'm scared yeah (laughs) Um, we literally like laid it flat against my forearm and it was as long but the thickness was more so my wrist but I have thick wrists for a woman um did I say wrists (laughs) <laughs> yeah. wrists for a woman um so uh clearly sex did not work uh and yeah we, we didn't end up having sex it was kind of awkward uh, we just kind of laid there with each other and then we fell asleep thank god um mm-hmm. and then he woke up the next morning and he was like oh I have like a wrestling match to go to can I just quickly shower here um and I was like yeah sure whatever go use the shower so he went and showered um and he was like kind of an awkward dude so when he came out of the shower he was like oh okay I gotta go uh bye I'll see you later and he just like ran he didn't even hug me or like anything I was literally just like in my room at my desk and he just like poked his head in he's like okay bye <laughs> he like left what the fuck? I was like what the hell so uh I went to the washroom to like get ready and stuff and I look on the ground and there's like a little yellow piece of fabric and I was like what the fuck is this so I pick it up I um a small tidy whitey that's yellow tidy yellow yeah <laughs> yellow whitey. Um, yeah. and I'm like ew but then I like kind of twist it and there's a huge shit stain in it so fucking gross ew. <laughs> and I was like oh that's why he needs to shower um ew. yeah 
I didn't keep it. I threw it out. Oh. But I guess is that, does that count as memorabilia? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Literally. literally. Shit. Yeah. That is disgusting. Yeah. Maybe that's why he ran so fast. Did you have a garbage can in the back? I did. That's what, oh. it was I was like, come on, dude. The garbage can was like a foot away from where he left it. Maybe he left it on the floor and he saw the poop and he was scared of his own poop like Charlie oh. and he couldn't go near it and he ran for he it. Ran. He was like, I gotta go real fast because <laughs> Don't go to the bathroom. And I'm bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was scared of his own poop like Charlie and he saw it too and he was like, I'm not touching that shit. <sighs> yeah. I went on like a couple dates after that with him. But like it didn't. And you didn't bring it up. I did not bring it up. Oh. I didn't think he wanted it back. But like I don't know. I told you it was more sexual chemistry than anything. So like we didn't really have good conversation. Right. Um, and then after it just fizzled because like obviously we could not have sex. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Good times. Do you ever like tell a story and you bring yourself back to that moment and you're just like, oh. God. Do you want to take a shower? Right yeah, now? I do. I feel bad. <laughs> I have like itches everywhere. <laughs> oh, the shit that we've been through in our early 20s. Oh, God. Not fun times. No, no, no. I mean, they were fun I, at the time, I think. Yeah. But now being like an adult and shit, you're kind of like, fuck. That's not okay. That's not okay. <laughs> Uh, again, mm-hmm. knowledge is power. No. The more you know, the more complicated life gets. <laughs> That's true. You're right. You're right. Yeah, but at least we were better people for it. We are no longer okay with strangers leaving pussy underwear in our bathroom floors. <laughs> uh, we'll no longer take that shit. Oh, too many puns. Make me stop. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I think about like what if that happened to me today? Like what would I oh I would yell. I would set it on fire. That would have made the worst smell in the house. Oh that's true. No, no, yeah. No, no. I haven't learned much, no, clearly. No. <laughs> oh fuck. That's disgusting. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah, that's a great memorabilia from your day with this person with the big pp <laughs> yeah very very large pp um, he's now dating another asian girl i don't know how that's going oh oh no yeah Oof. oh no good luck sister good luck sister all right well on that uncomfortable note um that is the end of our episode 16 of the second season thank you so much for listening hope that we uh didn't ruin our friendship too much with that last bit there um, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> please still listen to us uh we i was gonna say we don't make you uncomfortable every episode then i would be lying do. i don't want to lie to you and <laughs> this is probably the most uncomfortable hour of your week yeah yeah oh. but think about it this way if you're uncomfortable in the beginning of a week the rest of your week can only go up from here so that's Another reason why you should listen to us. Exactly. And then your Mondays are not so bad, right? Exactly. And also uncomfortable means growth. So you guys are all growing. Yeah. Yeah. We're helping. We're here to help you grow. That is the goal of this <laughs> podcast, apparently. That's the goal this week. 
All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed the stories. And、uh, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Notebook Podcast and for updates. Yeah. And、uh, send us your stories、um, to the Notebook Podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear、mm-hmm. from you guys. And、mm-hmm. um, yeah, let us know if there's like a theme that you want us to do too, if there's a particular、yeah. uh, thing that we haven't covered. Yet,、mm-hmm. we'd love、yeah. to hear. And let us, yeah, let us know if you want to listen to more of these uncomfortable personal stories from us.、Um, I believe we still have a few in the bank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we've been through a lot, haven't we, Amy? Yeah, I don't like to think back <laughs> on it. I, I should write a journal or something so that I have the c o n t e n t You should write a book. No. <laughs> you should write a picture book. <laughs> That would be like a horror story, like a, a、yeah. horror novel. That's okay. The notebook. That's exactly what、oh, it is.、Yeah. Oh my、This、gosh. An actual book. And I, I can help you with the illustration. So for this week's story, I'll just draw you a little tiny whitey. <laughs> with a poo, poo. Make sure the, the colors. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And who, Brown and yellow. The hell wears yellow tidy whiteys? Oh,、uh, no offense to any of you that do, but. That's not a good color for Tidy Whitey. You know what? To each their own, man. Yellow's my favorite color, so screw you. Like, <laughs> as an under. But doesn't it look like urine? You can't pee that evenly, in my personal experience. Oh, yeah, I guess. Through、so. <laughs> your entire underwear. I did. Also, yeah. Also, if your underwear is. I mean, if your pee is that yellow, you need to drink more water. <laughs> I don't drink、It's, water, if- and my pee is definitely that yellow. Yeah, you probably are dehydrated and、uh, should drink some more water. Yeah. I had a pair of tiny whiteys that were yellow, but it was SpongeBob. Okay, that's fine. I love SpongeBob. But it was weird because, like, you know how he has that nose? That was like at the front of my tiny whitey. Huh?、Yeah. Are you sure it was for girls? Yeah, it was probably it? for dudes. No,、yeah. I didn't have a little pocket though. Oh, but tiny whiteys don't, right? I don't know. Maybe that was, yeah. It's been so long since I've witnessed a pair of tiny whiteys. I don't even <laughs> know what they look like. <laughs> tiny whiteys. Oh, SpongeBob tiny whiteys would be so smart because you got the nose for the pee pee. Yeah. And you got the eyes of SpongeBob for the balls. balls. This is, is this our first merch? Did we just make、oh! our first merch? <laughs> Do we have enough male listeners to actually make this? Okay, let us know.、Um, either leave us a comment on our social media or send us an email. Let us know. Do you guys want SpongeBob Tidy Whiteys? Is that a thing that you're interested in? Let us know. Yeah. Okay, I think we're weirding people out again. Okay, let's just say bye. Nothing new. Okay, <laughs> thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> bye.